Oh, what the fuck is up, man? Welcome back to The Wake and Bake, and I'm your host, Blind James, like always. You guys know where you can find our show on Instagram. That's at The Wake and Bake OH. That's The Wake, letter and Bake OH on Instagram. You guys can also watch our stuff on Facebook and YouTube. That's at The Wake and Bake with Blind James. You can also listen on your favorite streaming platform. Just tell your phone or smart speaker, go ahead and play The Wake and Bake with Blind James podcast. It'll do that. If you like our show, pop over to patreon.com slash blind James. You can hook it up with that donation. You can almost keep our show afloat. You bring dope-ass interviews like the one we're bringing you today. And with me, as always, is the man, the legend, the Don, Don fucking Coop. Yeah, yeah, what's going on, man? How you doing, buddy? You ready for this one? Oh, yeah, I'm about to smoke a dab right here in a second, Uh-oh. too, so, you know. Uh, I'm gonna be fine. Where can people find you, dude? You can find me at Don underscore Cooch. That's Don underscore K O O C H on Instagram. Boom! Get him at that for all the recording needs. He will make you sound as great as the Wake and Bake. And we're in our video. It's Jake Pastor. What the fuck is up, JP? Get out of here, JP. You guys can find him at J Pastor Audio and at J A Y P C L E. He is also the master masterer of Signal Flow Studios. Hit him up if you want your music done. And then our executive producer, Swoldo. What up, buddy? How are you, you doing? Are you on a mic too? Yeah, no? I'm on a mic. Oh, all right, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> Like, kind of. Only for plugs. Yeah, slide up in there, man. It tells people they can find you. You guys can catch me on Instagram at Party with Waldo. You can also check out fitness content at Fitness with Swaldo. That's S-W-O-L-E-D-O. And if you're into car stuff, check out Jake and I at Metal to the Pedal. That's M-E-D-D-L-E. Yeah. Oh yeah, and without further ado, our guest, Trico Heavy. Hey, what's yeah. up, everybody? Trichome Heavy here, Heavy Trichome Genetics. Fuck yeah. Coming oh, man, to you yeah, live from the fine. Organic Cup 2020. Keeping it real. Oh, Having we're fun. Getting, we're getting it. Yeah. And we're smoking heavy, we're doing heavy things here, man. And where are all your social media plugs? So I'm Trichome underscore heavy on Instagram, and our website is HGGC. That's all I'm at. Beautiful. Who do we got with you? And I'm the Dankologist. The Dankologist, bro. That's your life. Oh, and that was your IG, Beth. That, that's the Dankologist. Oh, you're the I've dank- got the Dankologist. Oh, you're the Dankologist. No, okay. The dankologist. Oh, okay. the Dankologist. It's, but yeah, I'm going to consider you the one and only Dankologist. I've been in since, I believe, 2013. There's been All a lot right. of copies, I'd like to say, but I'd, I'd like to say I'm the original. I haven't found anybody with older posts. Getting it and keep getting it, bro. That's all how we like to run. What that? Did I drop something? Oh. Oh, all right. That happened. Fuck Ashley's guitar, bro. We're we're gonna talk pots today, dude. You guys have some of the funkiest, uh, most amazing smelling thing. All right, my favorite candy of all time, yo, well yo. known as Fun Dip. All right, the nugs you guys have smell like fucking blue raspberry Fun Dip. Heck yeah, that's the cowabunga. The purple diamonds line and the diamond punch line. A lot of the plants Ooh. coming out of those two are having some crazy candy terps coming off of them. Really tangy, really fruity. Almost fun dip, almost mamba candy, almost now Ooh. and later. It's just crazy terps. Dude, mm. the terps. Speaking my language, terps, bro. It's actually the uh, <laughs> last pack we've got in the diamond punchline right now, too, so it's going to go quick. The cowabunga right, is. Yeah, the cowabunga. Right, yeah, man. What's up? You guys bring, you should keep that forever, though, and keep doing that. <laughs> yes. Because, wow. That could be my, I mean, that. You guys should, yeah, keep doing that. Sponsored I can remake James, it for sure. Dude, keep my blood sugar <laughs> high with that fun dip weed, dude. I'm diabetic right. as fuck. The whole line, the whole purple diamonds line and the whole diamond punch line, phenols coming out of there are different shades of candy. 
Wow, what a dream life, dude. So what's it like when you go in and taste them? Man, that's the best. Once you get to the end, once you get to the end and everything's done and you're finally getting there, you started from seed and you finally get to taste the flavors, your hard work of years of planning, and it comes out right, that's the best. You can't ask for anything better than that. How long have you been in the game? Since uh, 2008, I've been growing indoor. Nice. Since nice. 2009, I've been keeping clones alive, and since around 2010, I've been breeding with them. And since uh, 2016, we started Heavy Trichome Genetics, get the seeds out to the people. That's fucking beautiful. What were some of your favorite you know, strains to grow back in the day? Like, I still have some of the cuts I very fell in love with back in the day. The Purple Kush, the Purple OG, the Purple Bomb, and the Purple Mango, man. They're just all Ooh. fire. Whoa! Crosses of the purple Kush. The original. I have the genotype map of the purple Kush. It has no known ancestors or relatives on the phylos map right now. Word. So that's super yeah. exclusive, bro. That's heavy shit. Very, and that fits your name. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, good, yeah. man. How long? So you guys wake up in 2013? No, actually. We link up at uh, one of my first or second cups. I needed some help working the booth, and I offered them to help me out, and we've been working together ever since. I feel like I gotta tell a little bit of the story. Oh yeah, let me get uh, the yeah. background, yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. Let, let me get, get it. Little, let, let me get, get a little emotional in this yeah. shit. Okay, okay. So there I was, a nice high tops canvas cup. My first one, to be exact. What year? I 2018. Okay. Eight, 17, maybe. I don't know. Something like that. Some. Um, saw his logo from afar. I was like, oh shit, that looks like me, kind of. I, 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 I like it. <laughs> you, you got good weed and you got awesome logo. What what else, what more could you ask for? Vibing. I bought a shirt because I like the logo so much, and you know, bought a gram. Little did I know, I hit him up on uh, Instagram when he needed some testers, right, and uh, he liked how I grew the weed. We kept in contact, and big bang boomer right here. Yeah, yeah. Twenty twenty twenty. Big things coming in twenty twenty one. What was what, what pushed you into the cannabis industry? Well, back. Uh, my dad used to grow ever since I was a kid. Beautiful. Yeah, Fuck yeah. He, would, he would help me. He would have me help him mix soil. He would have, have me help him transplant once I got a little bit older, 16-ish. And I would, uh, I was getting into it then, and he really showed me the organic way. He would grow with a fish in the bottom of his pot. He would use chicken poop from around his chicken yard and cow manure and make teas back in the day before a lot of people were doing that kind of stuff. Hell yeah. And he showed me how to do that, and uh, I would just ran with it. Yeah, keeping it up, dude. That generational shit, what works, works, huh? Yeah, yeah just old school stuff, you know? A lot of people nowadays are still using uh, fish in the bottom of their pot. They think it's a good thing, so... Oh, yeah? <laughs> hey. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's, it's just crazy to me that you guys can organically grow something so, like, just wonderful and just potent. And, I mean, how long did it take until you realized, like, you really got your green thumb, man? Was well, it? I started watching Subcool, all the weed nerds from day one. Yeah. I learned a lot from Subcool back in the day before I even started putting seeds out to the people. Okay. okay. And uh, some of my first crosses were made with, like, the Quirkle from Sub, the Hit Girl from Jinx. Big influences in my breeding. And uh, I look up to those guys, and rest in peace, Sub. What a lot is, of people didn't like him at the end, but hey, I, I respect his work he put out his whole life. So. Well, yeah, Michael Jackson's the same way, bro. Right. <laughs> yeah. But uh, as far as you you growing, what are some of your favorite strains that you you, got, you, you were into when you first started as to where you're at now? Well, when I first started, I really liked the shorter, more potent indicas, you know, the couch lock strains. 
Now I'm more like the more heady, uppy strain. So yeah. I tend to lean more of the stretchier, taller plants now, and I'm working with that with more trellising and stuff. But back in the day, I used to work with a lot smaller, shorter plants, so I'd use stakes and keep them shorter and uh, tie them out, make wider, shorter plants. And now I'm dealing with these bigger plants, and they're teaching me a lot. What about now? Isn't working with sativas tougher? Don't they take longer to grow organically? So the sativa style plant, the way it grows, mm. I mean, it just stretches and takes longer to grow to flower. Yeah. Nowadays, most plants are such so similar that uh, you can't really call them a sativa or an indica anymore. It's more of a style, the way the plant grows. Okay. That's how I uh, differentiate between indica and sativa. If it's a okay. short, stocky plant, I call it an indica. If it's a tall, stretchy plant, it takes longer to flower. That's got sativa traits. Right on, yeah. I've been told uh, limonene and myrcene are two deciding factors in genetically showing if it's uh, in like a terpene test. You can tell if it's high in limonene, then it's probably got sativa heritage. Yep. Okay. If it's high in myrcene, it probably has indica heritage. I, I'm a fiend okay. for the limonene. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, the the, those are the ones that I picked from the, like, the testing of the uh, yeah, yeah. Of everything, so that, that's what I gravitate toward. How do you guys decide what you want to breed and crossbreed with these genetics that you've gotten into? Well, I decide by taste. It's all about what I like, you know. I, I pick what, what I feel is the best, and in my taste, I guess, translates into what people like, so I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And you gotta remember too, with a little bit of variety too. You gotta, you gotta create a. Yeah, you gotta look for the stuff out there that people are running, the stuff that's making people happy too, and uh, bring that in, incorporate it, work that into my own gear, test it, make sure it's solid, and put it out. Even your names of your your buds make me so happy. <laughs> like, whose idea was that? The first line, the Donatello line. Our first male was called Master Splinter. Oh, okay. And so the son, of, the son of the turtle of the rat was the, the turtle. So Donatello was our first line. And then I have also a Leonardo Kush, and then Cowabunga is from the movie also. Just some Ninja Turtle themes, really because of the purple Kush. The purple kush, the plant reminds me of a ninja turtle, the way it looks, the way it fades, the colors it gets at the end, and the pattern that gets on the trichomes and the leaves has like this turtle shell pattern to it, and I'm like, okay. Hell yeah. And I was growing it for so long before that, and I always wanted to make a, a whole line out of it, and I just, it worked out with that name. Too, dude, for real. I always, I often equate the wake and bake to the ninja turtles. I be Leonardo, Cooch is Raphael. Uh, Waldo's obviously Mikey. That's awesome. Jake is Donatello, and Gashley is April. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so it's right on point, man. Now, how is it working with a team and like finding the right people to work with you to get the quality that you're looking for? Is it tough? Pheno hunting and selection is how you get the quality to come out in the end product. You know, you got to select the right phenos. You have to have a vision from the beginning. So when I was working with the original Donatello, my vision was to put the purple kush in seed form with a few variations out, you know, because I only had a couple phenos of the original purple so kush why left. Not? So yeah, it needed to get reproduced and put out. And yeah. so that was my goal. And it came out with something wonderful, huh? Yep. Hell yeah. That's, a, that's an understatement. What was it like when you joined the crew, man? What was I mean, How was it coming into this, guys? You know, obviously something I'm incredible. very humbled to be able to join in such a great, you know, company, fam. He's awesome, you know. 
Personally, great, well, thanks, great brother. grower. He takes, you know, you know, he takes value when growing. You know, he'll, he'll throw something out if it's not, you know, awesome. You gotta love it. If it's got, if it's got something wrong with it, you know, he's not gonna give it to someone else to try to deal with. He's gonna throw it out. He's gonna try something, try a different type of uh, phenotype or whatever, whatever the aspect that we're doing. Scrap it and run it again. Yeah. His values match the way he grows, so That's I'm just amazing. I'm, I'm happy to be a part of it, man. Yeah, and when you joined that, had you ever worked with anybody like that obviously wasn't as good or organic or doing what, oh, what no, he was doing? No doubt. I, uh, I'm i actually, I believe, eight years younger than him, so uh, I'm kind of, I, like I said, I actually was at my first Cannabis Cup when I met him, but uh, I had been I had been an enthusiast of cannabis since I was maybe 13 or 14, so right, right. it was kind of naturally, I was drawn to his bud the logo like I said and it, it, it just clicked naturally we were buddies what was it like for you guys when it opened up here and you were able to start doing you know what you do in the correct it's, it's awesome you know we're uh, we're pioneers on what we do in this industry because it's not really a hundred percent in the up and up now you know what I mean right, we might, yeah, we might not be able up. to do this in a couple years so yeah. nothing is for certain yeah that's true and but, uh, that's just how it goes around here in these parts, you know. And that's yeah. what happened in California. They were all they had the big shows until the corporate came in, and now only thing only people allowed to go to the high time shows are licensed facilities. Right. Right. So I heard they were going to be doing that here also. That's kind of rough. Wow. That's going to be rough. But yeah, as far and as so the- our goal as a company is to get partnered with uh, a couple licensed facilities in the upcoming future. Yeah. And uh, so we can continue putting out the fire for the people. You know, Hell yeah. but that's the thing about Michiganders, man. You guys can yes. stick together and push the vote. I mean, especially for Pro Pot. Yeah. You guys got a good backing. Unlike Ohio, it's hard to gain traction for us, man. It's a real bitch. Do you right. guys have any shows down in Ohio? They, not like these. Not good open ones. What? Yeah, so Michigan makes it easy bullshit. to have a show, but it's not fully 100% yeah. legal. You know nah. what I mean? So it's like... You gotta be uh, people here and there a little bit. <laughs> so yeah, they get a lot of pop-ups here and there. I mean, it's just a, it's a really tough call, man. And it's hard to uh, just like I said, getting traction up there uh, over there is it's just another it's a different ball game because you get some areas like Cleveland where it's like it's still blue-collar conservative town, but like on the surface, it's like it's on that verge of making that flip right now. And, uh, we are welcoming all the states in with open arms. So yeah, really. we hope you guys join soon. That's why we come. That's why yeah. we're trying to. We're trying to spread we're trying the message, to push it. man. Right. And we do ship. Yeah. Ounces and ounces of seeds. Yes, all the seeds you need. But uh, as far as your guys' seeds and genetics, man, what, how, how do you like? Do you, do you have like a big grow house and it's just like you got to shake them out? What's, how does this work? So I breed in tents. I use 4x4x8 four by four by tents. I throw 2,000 watt lights in each tent. I have negative pressure in the tent so pollen can't get out of the tent. When you open the door, the air just blasts into the tent. So then I'll... Uh, first, before any of that happens, you hunt the males, right? So I pick what strain I'm going to be using. I hunt like 20, 30 males out. I pick the best ones. I run them again to completion to 10, 11 weeks to make sure at the end of their cycle they're not going to pop nanners. Because yeah. a lot of times females run them past a little bit for maturity and they start popping nanners out. And that's because the males weren't tested all the way in the end or 
they were, and that was the best of the bunch. And the traits, the traits that were present outweighed those traits that came along. So, so that's when you end up with just a bunch of bullshit, pretty much. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so you don't get herms by testing your males. Take them all the way. Stress test your males. Yeah. Okay. That's something that Travis from North Coast got me yes. into was the stress test. Yeah. Stress that. test your males. Make sure that they don't pop any nanners at the end, which translates into hairs for male. The male will pop pistols out. Yeah. Off the top of it, it'll start popping female parts off the top of it, looking like it start, wants to pollinate Ooh. itself. So you got to watch out for those. And you, after you run your second run of uh, male testing, then you can select your keeper. That's awesome. I love the whole process, man. And uh, what you guys have, again, is incredible. And I don't want to take up too much of your time, get you guys back to your tent. But thank you for this lesson. Thank you for discussing. Oh, again, the cowabunga, dude. I can't say the, <laughs> enough greatness about it, bro. What were some of the other ones you guys uh, the that new, you showed me the sense of? Oh, let's say uh, the new the line, Diamond bro. Punch. I that showed phenomenal. you some of And uh, the whole new line is Purple Diamonds Crosses. Diamonds. So we got Punch 2K20, Diamond Queen, Purple... Uh, Purple Diamonds OG. And uh, Frankenstein. That's going to be a classic with GMO. Nice. And Holy Mackerel, which stinky. is the Mac 1. Ooh. Purple Diamonds. All right. I like that. The sound of that sounds great. Mm. Old Mac 1 with that purple. That sounds fucking phenomenal. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys, man. Tell people where they can find you. Tricom uh, underscore heavy on Instagram. HTGSeeds.com. Yeah. I'm at the Dankologist. Dankologist. Get it, bro. Hey, Swally. Yo, yo. Hey, man. Thanks for coming out today, man. Tell people they can find you. Happy to be here, boss. You guys can find me on Instagram at Party with Waldo, at Fitness with Swaldo, S-W-O-L-E-D-O, or at Metal to the Pedal, M-E-D-D-L-E. That's right, man. Hit him up. Check out all that dope content. You can probably pick up some t-shirts and all kinds of cool novelty stuff from Waldo's pages. And Jake Pastor, man, thank you for running the video. I know you're not on the thing thing, so I'll do your thing. <laughs> Find him at Jake Pastor Audio and J-A-Y-P-C-L-E on all social media. And he is coming straight out of Single Flow Studios in Cleveland. Doc Cooch! Yeah, yeah, what's up? Thanks for running sound, my bro. Hell yeah, anytime, all the time, bro. All the fucking time. <laughs> yeah, man, you ready to get down? Oh, yeah, dude. Let's hit some dabs and Let's dab it off. Hey, you know, I'm hey. about it. Good buds with good buds. That's how we like to run, yeah, dude. Yeah. Hey, we need a shirt like that. Oh, hell yeah. Tell people <laughs> where they can find you, bro. Well, you can check out that, that Gage Green Group shirt you picked up with the Wake and Bake oh, on yeah, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Check it out. It's the Gage Green Group. You know what I'm saying? Got to represent. Fuck yeah. And, uh, you can find me at Don underscore Cooch. That's Don underscore K-O-O-C-H on Instagram. Fuck yeah, man. Thank you guys for stopping by Wake and Bake. You guys know where you can find us on Instagram. That's the Wake and Bake OH. Wake letter and Bake OH. You can also watch our stuff Facebook and YouTube. That's at the Wake and Bake with Blind James. Listen on your favorite streaming platform. Just tell your phone or smart speaker to play that, and it will. Then pop over to patreon.com slash blind James. Look up with that donation. You can help us keep our show afloat. Keep bringing you dope-ass interviews like the one we just brought you this evening. Shout out, folks. Um, what up? Shout out Fog Vapor. Shout out Fog Vapory. That's right, dude. Located 21446 Lorraine Road, Fairview Park. Get over there. It's on the way. It makes sense. You can get 10% off that whole purchase. Fogvapory.com. All right. Yeah, and then, uh, where did I leave off on the other shit, The man? Patreon, I think, and then you're about to oh, go Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We did the Patreon, man. All get right. over there and help us out, dude. And again, man, thank y'all for stopping by Waking and Bacon. Remember, even if you lose your sight, never lose your vision. Peace. Peace. Thank you for Waking and Baking.